0: Peter.
1: Hi, um, my name is Peter. Peter,
0: Peter, 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 Peter you're listening to the jazz Joe Hall show on 980 CKNW. Hey, welcome back to the show. Joining me now is Peter Shishecki registered financial planner and president of the everything financial group. And today we're going to talk about to finance or not to finance. Hello, Peter.
1: Hi, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing very well. How about yourself?
1: Pretty good. I love this weather. and like, I, I'm good with keeping this for about, oh, four or five months, as long as we don't have forest fires, I'm fine with
0: it. Yeah, exactly. There's a few challenges up north, but uh, fingers crossed uh, they uh, are able to get through the next few days, especially up in Fort St. John, which I think is probably the biggest challenge we have. But let's talk a little bit about um, what's before us. Uh, uh, generally, uh, you know, in a low interest rate in, uh, environment, uh, you know, people wouldn't uh, think twice about financing. We're in a different environment now. Walk me through one. You know what people should be thinking about when they have to make a decision whether they should be taking on debt, particularly in this environment?
1: Well, that's, that's the question. Is it really debt? Now, it depends on what type of interest rate you're talking as you hit on for sure. But a lot of the most common one, obviously, we get is car payments or people buying cars. Well, why don't I just pay cash for a car? Um, but it's not debt if you have cash because here's the thing that most people don't look at is your net worth statement your net worth is still the same whether you pay cash for the car or put the money in an account and then use some growth on that account to pay your car payments. Cause at the end of the day, you're going to have money left over mm-hmm. if you do it right. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: when you speak, speak to people today, uh, how much of um, uh how much, you know, thinking are they doing in and around debt? Because there must be still a lot of concern. Just because interest rates have gone up so quickly, I'm sure they will slowly start easing downwards uh, uh, in, the, in the near future. But give me a sense of what you're hearing from, from your clients and, and from other folks.
1: Well, the, a lot of people feel, they're seeing that the worst of it is over. Even though the interest rates on your home equity line of credits or your variable mortgages have been the same now roughly since January, but it's almost like people are used to it. Not not saying they enjoy it. Believe me, they don't enjoy it. But they figured, okay, if I can tread water for now and see the light at the end of the tunnel and it's no longer, let's say, an interest rate hike or something coming at me, then they go, okay, I can live with this for now with the, the caution optimism that it's going to start to go down in the next three, four, five months or so, or maybe even sooner.
0: Mm-hmm. When people are looking at financing, I mean, it's hard to predict the future, but if you're in an environment right now, uh, how do you look at sort of debt, financing, in, in a sort of, uh, at times, a system that in the last year has been quite volatile, last year and a half or so, how do you sort of not predict the next five years, but at least to think about research and consider what to do when the world can be quite volatile sometimes.
1: Absolutely. So look at it. Look at it. Cause it's your money. See what you're going to have left at the end of the day. So I give you. A, I did a real easy example. Someone asked me about a car, and they're going to spend fifty thousand on a car, and they're retired. So they thought I'll just pay cash. I said, Well, if you're getting the, the car payment, in this case, there's still good deals out there, Jasmine. I'm not a car guy. I don't own anything to do with cars or dealerships or anything. So no agenda here. But they were getting a deal of about. In the high force, 4.9%. The thing is you have to make assumptions. So they went, okay, let's assume the money I was going to spend for the car, I get 5% on average kind of rolling. And, and it's a good time to invest because the markets are down about 9% still from their peak. They have not recovered the full 23% they were down. So good time to buy. Yes, volatility. There's always volatility though. So at the end of the five-year period, this person still had, if they took the payments on the 50000 and made their car payments with the growth, mm-hmm. they still had a fair bit of their principal left over, but they own the car. And here's the thing, if you're going to put a chunk of money into something, put a chunk of money into something that will appreciate, not depreciate as soon as you start the engine and move it
0: do you think people i mean i'm i'm just looking at the way people think of money today and and we we've, we've had an entire generation that has lived on cheap financing uh you know That's once right, in, once in 30 years do you think that culture is going to change now just because of where we're at
1: um not really because it's it's a target of this government and i'm i'm saying this optimistically the next government <laughs> yeah. To keep inflation down at a low level of around two percent. If you keep inflation down around two percent, um, you're going to have a low interest rate environment. It's the most, it's the best way for overall growth of an economy. Uh, in the end, is that and and again, getting the car is an example, but any financing, you've got to look at the rate. And if the rate on the financing and the rate of your investments all hover, and you shouldn't don't let anyone talk you into that they're going to make you a fortune in the financing world. If you use the safety margin of that 5%, your money's better off. And, and to use an example, that's not, it's not reality for you and me jazz, but look at professional athletes. The ones who always end up broke are, or people who win lotteries are the ones who pay cash for everything. Mm-hmm. Learn to live on what you can earn on your money and keep your principal intact because if you had 50000 for a car, it took you quite a while to save $50,000, I would think. Mm-hmm. So if you just take it and put it into a car, how long is it going to take you to get that $50,000 back? Yeah, Probably Makes- a long time.
0: A long time. Absolutely. Peter, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Jazz. Have a great day.